Welcome to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. The energy of the dark feminine is rising. Are you ready to reclaim your power? Understand the power of the dark mother of creation in astrology, Lilith. It's time for the world to recognize the power of dark feminine energy and how you can use it to heal, transform, and create the magic in your own life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. I am so excited today to have Katharina Hillenberg, aka Magic Kathy, on the podcast. She is a spiritual teacher, ascension guide, and cosmic soul contract channel. She uses astrology, human design, science, and psychology to reconnect the human with the soul. She helps people break out all around the world outside of their programming, societal constructs, parental conditioning, fear, and limitations that make them not actualize and live to their greatest potential. One of Kathy's deepest desires is to guide humans back to their true soul essence, to reconnect them with their heart and soul so that they can feel and realize that earth is actually heaven when we become the embodied bridge between the cosmos and the earth. Kathy is also featured on Black and Lilith Collective as a guest contributor with a foundational workshop on human design. I'm super excited about that, and I encourage you all, if you are a member of the tribe, to head over and check that out. And if you are not a member, you can find out how to join us on LilithAstrology.com. Welcome to the podcast, Magic Kathy. Thank you so much for this beautiful introduction and also just for inviting me in the first place. I'm so excited to have Kathy on. I first met Kathy through NCGR locally in New York. This is like a local, um, I'm not going to call it a coven, but <laughs> for a local uh, astrologer, it's, it's a connection group, a community, and we met at a dinner and I then was on Kathy's podcast and we talked a lot about Lilith and um, had a great connection. And I wanted to bring Kathy back into my community and show all of you her gifts and medicine for the world. So let's hop into the first question. Of course, everyone, you can probably detect an accent. So where are you originally from and what was it like growing up there? I'm originally from Germany. And yeah, it was definitely interesting to grow up there because my brain has always been wired differently. I mean, my third house is ruled by Aquarius. What can I say? And yeah, so I've started to think and even dream in English from a very young age on, to be honest with you. So I always felt a little bit misplaced. And that's been my ride as also a sad rising. So I've been traveling a lot, exploring the world. That's how I met you in person in New York, my soul city, literally. And yeah, I've been exploring the world, inner, like my inner and outer world, I guess. Uh, that's the best way to describe it. And especially the cosmos and how the universe works, how the human works. Like it's always been something that has been fascinating me. And I guess I'm glad that I grew up in a very boring area because that inspired me to find something more interesting in my life. <laughs> wow. So um, it's like the outside of a city center kind of situation or? 
it's kind of like the smallest village you can imagine in the black forests and very cold which i hate the cold so very out of my nature in a way but again it inspired me to seek the world out there because i just didn't feel comfortable i mean i'm also born with moon uranus conjunction so guess what i'm always like moved around by the universe let's just say it like that so how and why did you begin your spiritual journey your practice and like how did you come into who you are today spiritually i would say again it definitely has always been a question that i asked myself like why are we here what's the point because if you know, even when I was really young, I felt so uninspired by where I was. And I saw my parents and my environment as so uninspiring. And I'm like, I, that that's not how I want my life to be like. And I'm like, okay, there, there must be something more, there must be something deeper. I've always just felt that and knew that deep down in my core, no one really understood. It led to severe depression, because I also didn't have the answer. And I had a lot of mental health struggles, a lot of craziness in my family. And that led me to go to therapy. And I guess through that, I really found my passion as an eighth house stellium to psychology, analyzing people, analyzing everything in the world. And that made me really, yeah, find astrology. Astrology found me and human design found me as systems. And so, yeah, that, that's really how everything started for me. How did you find astrology and human design? How did it present itself? So back at that time, I was studying um, media communications and was working, I guess, already online because I started with Instagram in 2012 more so to help women or to empower women that's always been a passion for me and more so in terms of marketing then later on in nutrition as well because i also studied fitness so i studied multiple different things and yeah so i always was fascinated by marketing and by the psychology behind marketing and through that for some reason i stumbled across human design so I first got into human design and because astrology is a part of it, I'm like, okay, let me give this astrology thing another go because I was so like, go away with the witchy woo-woo stuff. I was really against it. My mother actually used astrology to cut hair and stuff like that and to plan things. And I'm like, that's so wild and weird. And I, whenever I read a horoscope, I was just like, this is so basic. This is so general. This could be applicable basically for everyone so i'm like that's bullshit um and again then i found human design and i found the deeper layers of astrology and birth charts and i was like this is actually interesting because it explains my entire life and then i fell in love and then i had so many answers and then i used it actually in the background very scorpio eight house stellium in the background for my clients without them even knowing but i was just like okay let me see if this actually works and then it worked and i was like fuck i need to really speak about this it changed my life human design spe specifically um for marketing and for for all of that but also for interpersonal relationships and yeah ever since i'm just like never gonna shut up about it wow that's so interesting you found human design first and then set, like made that introduction to astrology. 
it's just really interesting what you said too about like general horoscopes and things like that because for me like as a creator of those things i always preface mine saying that like these are general yeah no the horoscope is not going to be exactly for your life honey honey boo boo like yeah. there's there's 20 million thousand layers to this and this is a way that we can serve the collective but i think that's really interesting that you say that because horoscopes can be so general but then when people get a reading they're like oh wait how are you are you talking about my childhood right now do you know me i actually had a client recently say that like ask like do you know me <laughs> like in in all seriousness, I'm like, no, I don't know you. you I mean, talk. people ask me all the time, like, yeah. did you read my diary entry of this morning? I'm like, well, I'm a projector. That's one thing. And then also, I mean, I'm we, we both are really psychic as well. So it's it's not just that you use astrology, but you also pick up on energy. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. So it's really interesting that you kind of looked more into the layers of it and realized that there was definitely... There's something there. So how did you learn human design? Were you self-taught or like how did you kind of unravel that? I think with everything, I'm very sad and, and Lilith in Aquarius. I hate learning from other people. I'm so self-study in everything to the point where, again, I study two things, but I refuse to finish until the bachelor because I don't want to have a certificate or a degree. I'm like, no, I don't need anyone to put a label on me. You know, I'm like, I, I, I learn it and I learn by doing and life teaches me too and the universe. And whenever you tap into the into source, then, you know, you have all the answers. So I guess that's how I really learned it. It was, um, again, trying it out myself. It was observing, analyzing, always seeing the astrology and also human design play out in real life with people with life circumstances with all of that and i think that's the best way to learn anyway because otherwise it's just so much theory yeah that's the best way to learn i think as well um and so how long it's been since 2012 that's how long you've been oh no it i think it human design found me in i guess it was 20 17 something something along those lines yeah wow so i actually so i'm like an astrology i don't want to say like that's all i do but that's my main yeah. my main thing so i've i've heard about human design and i've been like okay i'll like let's find out more about it later i always kind of like push it to the side but then i read I read that I was a generator. I mean, I don't know if it's accurate because I don't, I haven't gotten a proper reading, which is something we still need to do. But I kind of read a little bit more about it, but I felt like what I read with generator made a lot of sense for my mm -hmm. life. So what was your aha moment when you found out you were a projector or like, when did you know, like, okay, human design, there's something to this. What was like a moment for you personally? I think it was because I was working online and the traditional ways of marketing online just never really resonated with me and felt extremely icky. And I was at some point realizing if I continue like that, I, I won't be able to have an online business. Like I, I just can't. And then at the same time, knowing that not having an online business is also not an option. So I'm like, what the flying fuck? There must be a reason and there must be a different way. And yeah, that's really how 
human design changed my life because being a projector, it means that you have to wait for an invitation. You can't just put yourself out there like a generator or a manifestor does, right? Mm -hmm. And otherwise, people will just literally don't respond to you or don't recognize you or don't even appreciate you, right? And that's been my experience. And also, you don't have the energy to just put stuff out there. So that really opened my eyes and also explained a lot around you know social um situations where i felt icky just talking about myself without being invited things like that where i was just like really oh it makes sense you know and it also gave me so much compassion for myself and understanding why you know it's not that i'm shy but that i really need an invitation and how I've judged myself for my own energy for so long because I didn't know my human design, right? And I've witnessed that with so many people whenever they understand their human design, it brings so much peace and compassion for how their energy is wired because we are all so conditioned to just go, go, go eight hours a day, hustle, bustle, bustle, right? And don't even think about it. But even generators are not meant to just put themselves out there. They have to respond to something, right? And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been basically fascinating to study human design just because also I have always felt and seen how everything we live in is energy. And so to understand how energy even collaborates and works with each other is is mind-blowing because human design you only have five types five different energy types and they all work together as a team so i always see it as like the cosmic team of source so none no type is better or, or worse right and that can be something that a lot of projectors especially feel that you know i have to wait for an invitation so i'm kind of like doomed because who is inviting me right and for a generator as well as like what if I can't just initiate stuff like how am I even going to use my sacral energy and so yeah it, it's really powerful to understand how the cosmic team is working together in perfect alignment and if everyone would just be in their own energy flow we would have literally peace on earth that's so um, interesting you talked about judging oneself or judgments and that's one thing human design can demystify and also astrology is it can teach you self-love, not to sound cheesy, yeah. but to know like, okay, this is who I am and that's what it is. And this is my vibration and I accept myself for who I am. And that is just so much more that that creates freedom in one's life and you can live a more fulfilling life if you accept yourself. And I didn't want to say fulfilling, but it's it's more of an aligned. That's probably the, the best word to mm. use, like more aligned life, um, accepting yourself. So learning who you are is just so important. Um, and I think also it's important for a collective, for each of us to learn who we are, because then we aren't judging or projecting our our shadows, essentially, onto everyone else around us. And we can actually collaborate yeah. with our reality instead of like judging, pointing fingers at what's going on outside of us when basically we are just judging ourselves and holding ourselves back from who we truly are. And also, I feel like, again, that's why I mentioned it. It's so healing for also interpersonal relationships just because, I mean, a plain example, you know, 
without going into too much detail about human design for anyone who doesn't know. But if you know that your friend has a splenic authority, for example, the splenic authority, basically authority in human design is how you make the most aligned decisions. And so if you talk to someone with a splenic authority, they have to decide in the moment. So the best way to explain it is that, you know, if you, Adama, have a splenic authority, I won't ask you now if you go for dinner with me next Friday. I'm not going to ask you now, right? And when it's next Friday is coming and I ask you and you tell me, no, it doesn't mean that you are rejecting me. It just means that you don't feel like it. You know, it, it just not, it doesn't feel are like it. Are you reading me? Because that's how I am. <laughs> yeah. Even, even if you first, you know, even if Thursday evening you said yes, but then mm -hmm. Friday I'm checking in, Hey, is it still like, you know, are we still meeting? And you're like, you know, honestly, like I don't, it, it, it's not personal, right? It's vibrational. That's mm -hmm. the best, the best, uh, saying anyways, for the time we live in right now, it's not personal, it's vibrational. Right. Yeah. And people always make it about themselves, feel like people reject them or are not honest. Like, you know, if I know how someone else's energy flow is working, I can help them stay in that without, you know, they don't need to be some someone else or I guess reject their own energy flow just because of peace or the friendship, you know. So yeah. again, it brings compassion, it brings understanding, it brings a lot of healing, I think. Yeah. And I think when anyone in this, in this situation say, you know, you ask a friend, they can't do it and they change because that's who they are. And the reaction to that is also something where it's a healing opportunity for the other person, because that's just like a, a response of like trauma or coming from a place of like feeling like it's their fault, but it's like, that's something to then look into. Yeah. So I think like it really helps people look into even the small dynamics in their life and heal on, on those macro and micro levels too. Um, so that's a moment to heal too. Yeah, absolutely. And mm -hmm. I mean, you know, for, you can obviously see all of these patterns also in your astrology chart, but I think human design, the system is really, beautifully designed in a way where even if you know your strategy and authority and your type you already have such a game changer and a plan for how you can make the most aligned decision and stay in your energy flow obviously you can always go deeper but it's really helpful like even if you again like know my friend is a projector needs the invitation okay that's why they don't reach out and ask me for you know do we out mm -hmm. uh, do we go out for breakfast or why I always kind of feel like I have to reach out. It's not that they don't value the relationship. It's more so like, again, it's, it's against their nature to always reach out. Yeah. So that actually is a great segue into my next question. What are the different, I don't know if they're personas or, or what they're called in human design, but what are the different categories of people? So it's, we have five different types. It's the projectors, the guides, and 20% um, of the population. Then we have 70 to 75% of, uh, of generators and manifesting generators. So 
that's basically the only type that has a sacral authority, so life force energy to do things to, um, yeah, basically work. And then we have manifestors, which are the only people that initiate things. Like we are all kind of conditioned to initiate everything, right? But it's only the manifestors that are here to initiate things. And then we have the reflectors, only 1% of the population, which is basically they are just here to reflect the state of the collective and the the state of um, the the people they are surrounded by. They have a completely white chart, so nothing defined, no own energy. And the crazy thing about it as well is that they, to make a decision, they have to wait an entire lunar cycle. They have to literally feel through the entire birth chart, if you want to say so, right? All the zodiacs or the moon um, to make the decision, which is pretty interesting. Wow. Are there any famous um, reflectors? Um, I mean, one of the most famous one, I would say, especially in the spiritual community, is Teal Swan. So I don't think it's a surprise that she's a uh, reflector. Interesting. Wow. So that's so interesting that I didn't realize that there were different percentages Mm -hmm. and then like a majority of people are generators or manifesting generators. And so I think maybe that's really interesting too, because we always talk individual community or just in general, there's a lot of talk about the trauma surrounding like capitalism and like overworking ourselves or being confined to certain societal constructs. Do you think it's because a lot of the world is, is, is like the go-getter, like, like work, 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 pile on everything onto myself and, burn myself out like do you think that's a reason yeah i mean because we are all designed or not designed we are all conditioned to work like a generator so you know basically all day every day right but then to operate like manifestors would so to initiate right and so that doesn't make sense because it's against everyone's nature because also manifestors, the only ones that can initiate, they are then not designed to work all day. They are just literally meant to d- initiate and that's it. And then the, the generators are the only type that then do the work, that build the stuff, right? Wow, that's, that's so, so interesting. To, to answer your question, we are all conditioned to not live in our energy. Thank you for listening to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. I would love for you to check out my free horoscopes now offered in our editorial section, The Coven. I also invite you to join our mailing list to receive a free gift, an alchemist's guide to Black Moon Lilith. I also want to mention my beloved tribe, Black Moon Lilith Collective, and that it's open all year long now for enrollment. You can learn more about these beautiful offerings by heading to LilithAstrology.com. So what exactly is Black Moon Lilith Collective? Well, this is my exclusive online streaming platform and community dedicated to elevating and empowering the collective through astrology, alchemy, and the esoteric arts. This content features in-depth video horoscopes, community, workshops, and more. So we dive deeper than your typical astrology app. Not only does this include content from me, but we also have an amazing panel of expert practitioners contributing each month. I hope to see you in the tribe.
and that just breeds that breeds depression that breeds discontentment yeah. that breeds when you're out of alignment it can just really like yeah I, I don't know other way to describe it than depression spiritual depression um physical depression because yeah. you're not in your truth so i think that's one big um healing moment for the collective is in a tool like um human design is learning about yourself, but then honoring who you are and then yeah. learning and honoring the other people that are around you or that are in the world. And we're in, we're in the world of control. It's like we have lawmakers that try to control us. We have government that try to control us. What is like the federal reserve and all of these currency structures that control us. And so I think, I feel like this is such an intense question, but how can people start to move out of these systems or relying on them or feeling trapped by them? I think, you know, I, I was thinking about that very, like a lot, basically. Everything that happens in the world, we can see from, you know, a higher or lower perspective. I don't want to say a good or bad one, but we can make the most out of every situation. And when COVID started, right, and the lockdown started, I was like, oh, that's amazing because it's the opportunity for everyone to come back into their own energy without distractions. Because when we talk about human design, we look at the chart, we can see where you have defined and undefined centers, right? And the open centers or the white centers in your chart is where you absorb energy from the outside and you amplify it. So most people feel like where they don't have energy, that's more them than where they have energy, right? And so especially if you don't have a practice every single day to center yourself, to, you know, cleanse your energy and all of that, which most people just don't have. And so you can imagine in a world where you wake up, you just go about your day, you don't even think about yourself, you just instantly think about that's what I have to do on this day, work, responsibilities, all of that. No one is really paying attention or taking the time to let the energy from the outside out again and be in their own energy. So most people don't even know how it feels like to be in their own energy. And so again, that's when I think COVID and the lockdowns were a beautiful opportunity for all of us to center and to come back into our own energy. And for most people that actually felt really good and then they started questioning everything and especially the, the way they lived their life before, right? And we can even see that now because I mean, I was just talking to my friend about it today, Saturday, right? To go into the city feels so overwhelming now. And she's like, yeah, but it's even there is even less people in the cities than before. But still, it's overwhelming. It's like, fuck, let me just be in my own energy again because, oh my gosh, it's hitting me like a wall, right? And so I think that alone is giving people almost like this drive inside to exit the world that we were in before to be like, okay, I, I all I know is that this is not how I want to live again. And I may not know how it looks like in a different way, but I just know that my body just can't handle it anymore. It's like, you know, when I, th I feel like most people haven't even known that a vibration like that exists that you can be in, in peace and your own energy like this and now that they know it's they're thirsty for it and they cannot deny that it exists right 
And so I think that's the beautiful opportunity that we all got for over the last two years. And that's also why we see so much chaos and rebellious energy in the air, because people just don't want to go back there. You know, in the beginning, we were all saying, we want to go back to normal. And now we're like, no, actually, no. It's so true because we've had things like the Great Resignation. Even now, there's there's still energies of. I actually just read an article the other day that in the corporate world they're reporting that people's manners or like their office etiquette is like out the window. Basically, like people just you know ghosting or they're like not giving actual yeah. two weeks notice and just all the or even like having a, a proper cover letter or like. All the formalities that I grew up, quote unquote, grew up with in my corporate past are like out the window and the power is in the hands of the worker or the people who are actually doing the, the labor. So also, I just think it's really I feel like because the, the I mean, that's, you know, Uranus and I mean, everything that happened over the last two years, which at first we were also like, I mean, not everyone, but most people were just like oh my gosh i have to follow the rules and all of that but then everything changed literally within the hour and people just don't take it serious anymore it's like that's it's fucking ridiculous you know and that's why i feel like authority also loses its power any kind of authority because they've been just exposing themselves as comedy let's just put it like that yeah it's literal comedy um, and I think also people are realizing, like, I don't need these structures to generate a life for myself. Yeah. It's like false. Um, yeah, I call it false security. I think yeah. that I mean, I, I've, I quit my job, I quit corporate to do what I'm literally doing now. And I just was like, I have trust and faith. And I know yeah. that I can create a life for myself doing exactly what calls to my soul, my spirit, instead of feeling fear, like I need to be trapped in some sort of structure to exactly. survive, or I need to rely on this, you know, this dollar bill with like a dead slave owner on the, on the, on the top of it. Like yeah. I think people are losing or they're finally realizing their true power and kind of putting less, faith in these artificial structure and artificial power that we've grown up with and are accustomed to or programmed with. Yeah. And I feel like for more, for some people, it also came as a really painful realization because they realized that through many disappointing moments, right? Because we've been disappointed by all the promises by all, you know, it started mm -hmm. with the first promise, like after two weeks, the flatten the curve and then everything. Right. And then, all the promises were just not held. And so people are right now at this point where they're like, fuck those promises. I'm just going to promise myself that I, you know, run my life. Yeah. And also mortality as well, because yeah. it was such an uncertain time. Like, I know for me personally, I'm like, you know what? Like, I feel like there's some people facing death or um, there's so much destruction going on. It's like life is too short to be in a situation where I'm any, I'm, I'm misaligned and not fulfilled or not yeah. treated with respect and not being valued. And so I think everyone sitting with themselves also was allowing them to face their shadow yeah. and the things that were holding them back from actually being themselves. Like when you're on lockdown or if you're doing less things or you have less of a schedule where you're like 
Like I remember commuting like in the city <laughs> and I, I, I think about that sometime. I'm like, how the fuck did I like, do that? Um, yeah. I it's mentioned like going to the gym for eight hours. I like, know. I mean, I mentioned, you know, New York has been like my favorite city. I've been there so many times and now thinking back and how I moved around there, I'm just like, even the thought of it gives me headache right now. Like being in the subway. I also at some point uh, stayed in Merrick and always went from Long Island to the city center. Or I, I, I spent some time with Colin um, oh, yeah. Cosmos in, in Queens. I'm like, how did we do this? You know, it's a lot. And you know, what's interesting, though, because I live in the mid like I, I'm, I'm in New York City still, but I've created my own world yeah <laughs> like I have my my own space I got my office I've got my own setup like I actually personally and I have the luxury of making that decision I don't ride the train like I don't do yeah. public transpo like I realize like I can make conscious choices of what I do want to do and what I don't want to do and it'll be fine because yeah. I, I used to make the the choice to commute into from I used to live in um, Bushwick at one point I don't mm. anymore but like going from there in all the way to Midtown for a job. And I was like too afraid, like, oh, I got to get on this train and I got to go at this time and I got to get to the office at this hour. Or else I'm going to be fired and then I'm going to lose my apartment and then I'm going to be able to eat and I'm not going to. So it's like I lost that fear and you're like, fuck this. I don't want to ride the train. Yeah, I'm not riding it. And the universe will shift and conform to allow me to not have to do that. And look at me now. <laughs> so it's like, I think sometimes, though, I think that's one thing that might hang some people up is like, Sometimes you have to make the decision before it, it, it's like it appears for you to make it or be able to make it. Sometimes you have to be like in the moment, like enough is enough and align to something that is more comfortable for you, even though there may be some discomfort into changing into that reality. I would say at this point, it's not sometimes, it's always. Yeah. Especially with this Pisces full moon that we record it's everything about trust and faith and jumping before you know where you would land. Yeah. That's yeah. And that takes practice. It's, it's like a muscle. Yeah. Especially with everything that will happen also coming up in the world. It's like all the structures that keep us safe and give us maybe answers and what's next. They, they are just crumbling. They're just crumbling. So. Yeah. They're crumbling and less and less people are like, what's next? Like I, I pretty much have, I, I mean, I, yeah, I have no faith really, or I have no, I don't hold up the U S government, the country that I'm yeah. in. I know we have listeners everywhere, but I don't hold them up to any kind of pedestal. In fact, I think most of them are criminals. So it's like, I think a lot of people though, who may not have had those thoughts five years ago now are stepping more into like, this is a bunch of shit. You're yeah. a bunch of puppets and I don't have any faith and I'm, I'm making my own, I'm carving my own space on this planet and sitting in that light and allowing others to also be in that place so that we can all wake up and allow these systems to crumble. But I also, again, like in a way I have compassion because we have to understand that we also all chose to give our power away like that and it became at some point for all of these systems so much weight on their shoulders, so to speak, right? That it has to crumble. It's like, 
you know, if, if you have a healer, let's just put it like that, or you as an astrologer, and then all the people in New York are basically giving you the power to make decisions for their life, right? Mm -hmm. And so can you help me to do this? Can you navigate this? It would, at some point for Adama, she would break down. Yeah. And that's exactly what the world has been doing, humanity has been doing to these external forces. They, you know, structure is, and, and, and yeah, institutions like that are meant to give us a framework, but it's not never meant to be our entire, yeah, how we navigate our life, you know? Yeah. And they weren't all, they were also meant to support us and provide yeah. us with the framework. It's really interesting, like Capricorn energy. Yeah. We've got the Pluto in Capricorn. The, the, we're in the final degrees of that that have really been breaking down a lot of these structures. Like the the shadow side of Capricorn energy is control yeah. and dominance and over authority. And I think that's what we've been under. And a lot of these structures or these people, it's like false help. Like they're they're actually robbing everyone. They're not yeah. actually providing the support and structure that society needs to thrive. And I think we're all like becoming so awake and aware to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's this classic, you know, I, I hate to use these labels because they're again, just labels, but the codependent narcissist dynamic at some point it just flips and the narcissist just takes and takes and takes because the codependent is just giving and giving, giving life force and power. Yeah. So, yeah. I think a really great example of that, I talk about him from time to time, is at, like Amazon, the Jeff yeah. Bezos dynamic yes. with the people that work in the warehouses and the factories who literally don't, they don't even get breaks. Um, they're making, I don't what are like 15, I don't even know if they're making 15 an hour, just something abysmal. Mm -hmm. And they can't even go to the bathroom. They have to pee in bottles. And this guy is, uh, he's buying mega yachts and shooting himself off into space when there's so many people under his structure that are suffering. Yeah. And so, I mean, we talk about it a lot, but it's like the, the laws and, and the privilege that he gains being who he is, uh, they basically allow him to do all of these things. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing structures like that crumble but i think that's a really good example of just the the rule that we've all been under especially during the industrial revolution in the past few hundred years yeah but then it also goes back to you know with taking your power back also comes the responsibility that comes back right because whenever you give your power away you give someone else the responsibility over your life which is the weight and that's also very Capricorn, the responsibility. So people are also overwhelmed in some areas with the responsibility, for example, to figure out a different way for their finances or to figure out a way for the business. Or when Amazon is not there anymore, like, you know, it won't be delivered in like two hours to your doorstep. So you have to, you have the responsibility to find a different way. So it's always this nice balancing act, Mercury retrograde in Libra, right? To, to find out, you know, how much power do I give someone else so I don't have all the responsibility, but then also how do I take responsibility so I feel like I'm in my own power? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's it's a dynamic that we're all really learning as we move out of such a controlled era of humanity. And I think also with like technological advances and people stepping into their role in this, like, let's just say even like electric cars or certain ways to like transport the goods that we use that are just better for the environment and more um, just better on humanity all around. I think we will also start to see that pop up in order to kind of help with this shift away from something that that's just destructive to us as a collective versus something that actually empowers everyone each individually in their own path and who they are and also cares for all of us as a whole. Yeah. I'm really excited to see that. <laughs> me too. Me too. And again, I going back to the start, I feel like it would all start already with people being in their energetic power. So I would love to for each of am I am I right calling them personas or what's like the actual it's called type so energy type yeah so for each of the energy types for everyone out there if you know your energy type you can listen but if you don't know it book a reading with magic Kathy but what's like one nugget of wisdom for each of the energy types like what would you advise I I think it goes back to the strategy which is basically how to move forward and again, like the, the manifestors, 8% of the population are the ones that initiate. So the only energy type that has the energy literally to just initiate something new, right? To be the leader in that sense. And then we have the 20% of projectors I already mentioned. They have to wait for an invitation. And an invitation doesn't have that have to be this literal of like, oh, someone is inviting me. It can sometimes also be an energetic invitation, something that pops up, whatever it may be, right? To go deeper, I also have some resources on my YouTube channel where I talk about how the dynamic with the projector works because I am a projector myself. So that's really helpful to know. So what is an invitation even? How does that feel? Yeah. And then we have the generators and manifesting generators. They are here to respond. So their sacral energy gets lit up by yes and no questions in particular because it stimulates that sacral response of uh-huh and uh-uh or yes and no. So for generators, it's, it will be very important to not, not ask them open questions. Interesting. Right? So really like choices where it's like, oh, this feels like a fucking sacral orgasmic yes. And this feels like a hell no. That's so, yeah, that aligns with me. Yeah. (laughs) What I know about. uh, Because if I asked you like, what do you want to have for dinner? Chinese or Italian? Oh, you know. Yeah. And that kind of aligns with me being a Scorpio. It's very like, yeah, I want to do that. Or like, I hate it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like love or hate. Yeah. There's no in between. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, so on that note, where can everyone find you on the internet? Book a reading, support your work, listen to you. I think you can find me everywhere under Magic Kathy. So on Instagram, it's Magic underscore Kathy underscore official Kathy with T H I, uh, very German. And yeah, even on YouTube, my YouTube channel is Magic Kathy. I have a podcast, that, The Magic Kathy Show. So if you just type in Google Magic Kathy, you should be able to find something. And I'm sure you will link everything down below as well. Amazing. And so thank you so, so, so much for your insight today. 
This has been an amazing podcast and everyone please check out Kathy's work and we will see you all on the next episode. Thanks so much, Kathy. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. I invite you to discover LilithAstrology.com and sign up for email to receive my free guide, An Alchemist's Guide to Black Moon Lilith. Until next time.